Okay, everybody, I have some sad news. We recorded about, like, an hour and a half of amazing audio discussing everything from Peter Jackson directing The Hobbit to uh, The Old Republic to Xbox 360 to Sony, and we all lost it because the microphone wasn't recording. Fail! It's John's fault. So, um, we're going to talk about... Oh, so, you kind of already know what we think about this since we wrote a lot of articles. So, we're just going to talk about Nintendo and then shoot the shit for... Um, We're going to assume that somehow through the miracle of the internet, you heard that. I don't know how, but... It, it, it got projected out into cyberspace somehow. So we're, we're, Yeah, we're just going to... We heard it so it exists in artificial continuum canon. It does, yeah. <laughs> but do we anyway, have a canon? Yes, <laughs> we do. Okay. I died once. Okay. Anyway, um, okay, let's start talking about Nintendo, because we never got around we to that. Before we went to go get pizza and we came back to the podcast and record. Damn you, pizza. But uh, anyway... Nintendo, obviously, if if E3 was some kind of capitalistic Olympics, then uh, then Nintendo obviously won because new Zelda, new Metroid, new Kirby, new GoldenEye, 3DS, with all this new other crap, and it was Kid basically Icarus. amazing. Kid Icarus, okay. for example. But anyway, Skyward Sword is uses Twilight Princess. Models but it's with not, but it's with Wind Waker cell shading, yeah. and I, oh, yeah, I, I did like the it it definitely looks good so far, but it's obviously early alpha. Yeah. We've seen like two enemies, three enemies, yeah. But it's it's unpolished looking. That, but that was a fresh look. I mean, like they uh, Twilight Princess was good. You know that that dark sort of you know style. You, you could tell that it was low resolution in areas. Well, Wind Waker was just absolutely beautiful. I love Wind Waker looks so good. They, no, they, they went back to the basics though. It was more like um, Ocarina of Time style enemies and colors and all that, you know. Which disappoints me. I think I have anybody because I'm the, I'm not freak that likes Twilight Princess the most. No, Twilight Princess. It was a great game. I like the styles, but it, to me, it doesn't seem as intense without that dark. But it's still it's it's a happier tone. I want I want a. Dark Zelda, though. I really love the dark story in Twilight Princess. Just push Y four times in Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> well, uh, to, to be honest, just because the art style isn't dark doesn't mean the story's not going to be dark. I mean, a lo- not a lot of people played Majora's Mask. It was, really it was hard. It was one of the darkest stories I've ever played like because it wasn't people like, oh, we're being dark and edgy. It was like, actually, oh god, the world's ending, people are running away, and I'm constantly turning back time. It was really dark. Didn't they, have, didn't they have a thing, though, where it was like, literally, the the um, the um kid was possessed by the mask yeah, or something? There's, there's like a little forest spirit, and he Skull gets kid. possessed by an ancient demon who is also the moon. Anyway, that just ripped the same graphics from Ocarina of Time, which was fairly cartoony. And it was still very dark. It wasn't as good as Ocarina, though. Well, that's mainly because... John, that's like saying that like the best cake you've ever eaten isn't as good as the other really, really good cake you had the next day. No, but Ocarina of Time is a Zelda classic. I mean, nothing yeah. else. So, so is Majora's Mask! But anyway, Majora's Mask in some ways is better, in some ways it's worse. It's a lot harder to get into. It gets annoying at times because you're timed. timed. But yeah, a lot... If you don't make it the three days, you have to go all the way back. No, the thing is, you restart time every three days, and you lose whatever things you had. Like, you use your bombs and arrows. Not like the actual item. You can just go cut some grass and pick some up. And your bank account keeps rupees in it. Wait, three days of game time or three days real time? Game time. Okay. It's about one minute per hour. Oh, 
unless you slow down time, which makes gives you twice as much time, so you actually have like two and a half hours to beat everything, which basically you have to do to beat the game, but it doesn't tell you how to do that. You have to figure it out. So otherwise, the game's impossible. So what do you? It's, a, it's one that you'd invest in the guide. So what do you guys think of the title Skyward Sword? I think it's a euphemism. <laughs> Shut up. I I have no idea yet. There's no reference to the sky besides in the trailer where he jumps into the clouds and he raise. If you raise the sword up, you invoke the power of the gods and shoot a blue. Spirally magic <laughs> thing. It's gonna be like in the cartoon where there's not actually any sword play. <laughs> it's like pew, God, pew. Do they, is it, Have they completely given up on the Twilight Princess era? Uh, no, I, I think that I think that that they, universe they had, like, is done. Or something of the new game a while back. Oh, you know? me in last E3 where they had that picture. This is the year that Nintendo's basically been building for for the last yeah. like three. Oh, uh, that that shooting beams like in the cartoon reminds me of Legend of Neil, which is probably one of my favorite web shows now because it's hilarious and it only makes fun of the original Legend of Zelda, and because like you can't tell what's going on, they just make up all this random crap. Like his sword is made of wood; he can't hurt anybody with it. But then he shoots stuff and he eats cookies to regain health, and he has sex with Felicia Day as a fairy. <laughs> it's amazing. <That> is <laughs> it's so funny. One thing though, I really want to touch on this game. I, I actually I watched what you posted on the website. It um, I'm really psyched for the that like the the innovative fighting in it. I mean, yeah. I understand that it's the Nintendo Wii, and you're gonna be screaming at your game system because it's not picking up every single motion. But uh, the walkthroughs on the internet though, it's it follows it. Exactly. Like, it's really good. But, like, the, but you do realize, Jonathan, what the problem was that, like, for something, like, I think the cell phones in the room were screwing with, like, oh, yeah. his controller or something. See, the, the way it works, actually, is that the Wii basically uses two, infra two infrared lights in the sensor bar, and it uses infrared, and people had cameras, flashing lights were everywhere. We were taking pictures, so that screws up with it, because instead of being two definite things... I just gave you the middle finger there. My bad. It's like... Yeah. So that's basically the problem. Anyway, if you look at the non-E3 gameplay, it's incredibly smooth. Oh, they're on, like, the game floor. Yeah. All it took was one little cube that you put on the bottom. Okay, let's see. Um, What else is in um Nintendo's E3? Kirby's Epic Yarn looks absolutely adorable. You're, you're, everything's made of yarn. And you, like, turn into a car and a submarine and a UFO, and you unzip the environment and, like, pull loose threads to change the world. It's it's so cute looking. It's it's adorable. But, I uh, pay attention to it. <laughs> anyway, um, but, yeah, not that many people are as excited about Kirby as I am, mainly because I actually played a lot of the Kirby games as a kid. I only played Kirby Air Ride. <laughs> Kirby Air Ride was great, oh, man. One of the best Kirby game ever, in my Kirby opinion. Kirby Air Ride! No, it was the, the Kirby 64 when I played yeah. that. That was awesome. Kirby 64 was awesome and awful at the same time. Because at, at, some, at some points, I was like, oh, God, this is just generic crap. But the other time, you're like, oh, I'm coming up with all these weird combinations. Oh, my God, if you eat lightning and then freezy, you become a fridge. You can shoot food and then eat the food and regain health. No, I, I love it. If you combine, what was it? If you combine fire and earth things, then you turn into like you could throw dead bombs. That could, that I blew myself. You turn into like a volcano. It was 
dynamite. You turn into you could throw dynamite, and I wound up blowing myself up so many times with the dynamite. Did you guys ever watch the Kirby TV series? No. <laughs> <I watched like laughs> that thing was awful. Nick, you're bla- you're you're basing your plot and character development off a pink yellow blob that doesn't even talk. Well, that's why Kirby is like not even like the main character in it. <laughs> Meta Knight was still a badass though. Meta Knight's always a badass. It's like required. <laughs> okay. I think that's all we have to say about Kirby. There's not a whole lot to it. It's just Kirby. But, um, uh, what else is there? There's new new Metroid. I could talk about the new Metroid. Okay, um, they didn't really do anything new for Metroid Other M at E3. They showed us that new trailer, but I'll just run down what we know. Okay, um, new, Metroid Other M works on the concept of mixing the Metroid Prime trilogy with traditional um, Metroid-like side-scrolling explore, exploration. So what you do is you have your... Wiimote sideways, and then you control your Samus like that, and it's like a 2D controller. controller. But then when you flip it vertically, it turns it it turns into a shooter. Yeah, which is funny because the day before they announced this, Alka and I were talking, and he's just like, "That'd be really cool if they did that." You came up with this whole like idea of how they're gonna do it, and then the next day they come at Nintendo comes out like, "Dude, that Metroid other M's gonna work." I should work for Nintendo. I would be awesome. So you came up with that idea, uh, that idea when they had already been working on the game for like more than a year. Holy, I would have had a head start if I worked with them. True. But um, we don't know much about the story. It takes place after Super Metroid and before Metroid Fusion, which means it's the second most current game in the continuity. And um, let's see, it follows Samus, and it, it's basically, it's, there's going to be voiced cutscenes done in kind of an anime style. Is Samus actually going to talk? That's a bad thing. Don't say that. Samus is like Link, and that she should never talk. I'm one of those people that's a little worried about having her have a voice actor. No, because no, but it's because (laughs) Samus has always been a voiceless character. She always has been, and even in Metroid Prime Three, when they did have voice acting, Samus didn't talk. You could do so much with the character, and even have her have character development without having her speak. Oh, that's one. Back to Link. Have they announced that they're going to do a voice acting? Oh, they shouldn't do that, for especially for Link. Not no Link, voice acting. No. Link. No. No. Nothing in Zelda needs voice acting unless it's in another it's language. That's Just because you're a dyslexic idiot doesn't mean you can complain about the reading. Male. <laughs> we were playing a role-playing <laughs> game, and John had it's to... spelled male in the gender as in male... Letters yeah, we we, had, we were making our character sheets, and John's just like, my guy is male, M A I L. I'm like, is your family <laughs> can't spell? Like my dad can, but I can't. None of my sisters can, and my mom can. So yeah. Okay, so. Congratulations. But what was the saying? Um, I love how Minna taught in Twilight Princess. Oh yeah. Well, it worked for her. It's it's creepy if you listen to the soundtrack, or at least like the ripped one I have. It keeps all the dialogue, like Midna sounds, in the music, and it's creepy. And like you'll be listening to a Ganon theme song, and then you hear like the horse sound. <laughs> it's. I love, yeah. I love when you go into the um, place where like the chicken people live, yeah. and you hear them in the background like. Remember they were like chanting chicken noises. No, but here's one question though. But since we're obviously on Zelda. Is the game, is it going to be as complicated as Twilight Princess was? Because it's a Zelda game, yes! Not Twilight Princess. Twilight what, Princess was really, what, was actually, Twilight Princess was really pretty much, pretty much good. Um, it was, <laughs> Ocarina of Time 
It might have been because I actually was thinking. Apparently, according to Judah, you can walk if you walk through the guards at the right time at night. You can get past them. I never figured out how to do that. Game, it's not hard. No, but there was, there was always both of them standing there. Even when it came at night, both of them were John, there. you're talking about Judah. Judah is obsessed with Zelda. You climb up the wall using the vines. You don't go through. You go around, jump down, and then, see, you don't walk up through the gates of the castle. You go around. There's a stone wall. You climb up the stone wall. You jump into the moat. You go through the moat. You climb up, and there is the guy that, for the owner of the ranch that. that looks like Mario. Did then you that. push the blocks in, jump in, and then you're walking through the garden, right? I, I, I was in the garden, and there's the two guards at the wall with the doorway, and they're always there, and I can never walk to them. The, you, there is always a way to do it. You just wait until they're not looking. It's as simple as that. I, never, I guess I was too young to notice these things because I, I played it when I was really, really young. So You're d dyslexic idiot. <laughs> <laughs> You're making so many people angry right now. <laughs> but, oh, I'm sorry, John. But anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm so mad. I like games where you kill everyone, hence Assassin's Creed. It's always it's so much fun. Get but, pissed off once, everyone dies. But anyways. No, but they don't let you Metroid Other M. Um, it looks fun, and it looks to have probably the most complex story out of any of the Metroid games, which is a good thing. I'm just to what, the 50 previous Other M's? I'm still confused on that title. What do you mean Metroid Other M? It's an anagram for Mom, John. So obvi obviously Samus's mother's going to show up at one point. <laughs> the best thing, the best uh, anagram thing is uh, Guild Wars Eye of the North. People realize that it... The anagram was Gwen, G-W-E-N, which is the name of a random little girl in the beginning of the first Guild Wars. And then you start playing, and she shows up, and she's a main character. Oh, my God! And they threw the mic up in the air. Anyway, uh, what's what's next, Nintendo? GoldenEye remake? There's not a whole lot to say that. It's a GoldenEye remake. And GoldenEye's a good game. I, I, you ever play GoldenEye? I have not. GoldenEye the original GoldenEye's, is one of the greatest yeah. Bond games ever. It's, it, it revolutionized the shooter. Question, though. Graphics, or is it just like yes, the old game? Well, it, I haven't seen it. Oh, actually, have you seen Dead Space Extraction? That game's gonna be awful. No, no, no. It's already out, and it did did decent. Oh, not, not Dead Space Extraction. <laughs> Dead, Dead, Dead Space, Space Two. Is the one that came out for the Wii. Have you seen that game? Uh, no, I've not. But I've seen it, it's, it's 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 pictures. made by the same people, so it's the same type of graphics. That same type of graphics where it looks good, but if you look at the creases and everything, it's like little. Oh, it doesn't look good. It it, it it looks good Rocky. for. Two for before 316 PS3 came out. It's the best Xbox Xbox normal graphics you've ever seen. My, that's my main problem with GoldenEye. Like it looks really cool and it looks really fun, but I, the graphics just. My problem with Wii is they should never really try to go for realism. They should always try to be stylized. The best Wii graphics I've seen, like um. Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess. It was great Monster Hunter Try. Red Steel 2, and all those games, they've been really good because they've been stylized. Oh, that's just, still that one game, The Conduit, was supposed to have amazing graphics. According to Yahtzee, it sucked. Yahtzee hates everything. Yahtzee thought Mass Effect sucked. Yeah. Yeah. He's still, he's my hero, so. <laughs> he, did, he didn't think it sucked. Well, he I mean, yeah, yeah he, he, he said he it sucked, but you realize he said it sucked slightly less than the other games, which means he liked it. You, you have to get used, you have to kind of learn his odd way of thinking, and you realize that he actually likes the games a lot, he just doesn't say it. You can tell by just how he rips on them, whether if he actually liked the game or if he thought it was complete crap. 
Depends on it depends on how serious he gets in his thing. But okay, um, some of them are just jokes. If some of them, well, not enough about Yahtzee though. I was a little okay. The one cool thing they're doing with Goldeneye is it's gonna be the first Wii shooter to have online multiplayer. Actually, never mind. The Conduit did that first, but Goldeneye is gonna be doing it too. I'm a little worried though because the Conduit's doing the standard. I mean, no, not no, the Conduit, no, not Goldeneye. We had online multiplayer. It, it had, I know, no, it but had it with a Modern Warfare Reflex, which was awful. No, but that was after the Conduit. But it's gonna have online multiplayer. But the thing I'm worried about Goldeneye is that they have um. But, but um, Goldeneye is doing the standard shooter uh, recharge health thing, even though in the original one they had health packs. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, is, is that all about Goldeneye? Oh, um, they have Daniel Craig go- coming in to voice oh, him. The, the, only, the only thing I'm... W- wait, what? Daniel Craig's voicing Bond in the game. The guy who's the new Bond right now? Yeah. They couldn't hire Pierce Brosnan? No, but the thing is, the actual Bond in that movie, no, the go- original Bond, no, but Goldeneye, the things that they're, they're no, doing, so much than they're guy. doing Goldeneye in this era of Bond. Regardless of what you think, that's what they're doing, and they have to do Daniel Craig. It, it'd be really weird if they went back and did Pierce Brosnan. I know, I I, I agree with you completely, but the game is doing that, and I respect it because it, it would be weird to do a. It's kind of like you have to do it in this era of Bond because that's when they're doing the game. Breaking the game. <sighs> Anyways, I, what I. What I'm worried though, I, the last Bond game I played, Quantum of Solace and Patty's, awful. <laughs> Patty has the weirdest games. He does. He picks the weirdest games. Of us. He had that, and that was good. But no, but he he has that Civil War shooter. <laughs> <laughs> he, he has the like he he plays a lot of video games, but it's not like oh I like this genre, I like this genre. He has games from ev- random points. <laughs> he has Kotor and Kotor not two. He has genre. Twilight Princess. He has like random Civil War shooter, and then Patty's uh, my, my hero. My favorite thing is like uh, it was a, um we got back from Christmas break. I turned to Patty like, "What did you get for Christmas, Patty?" I got Kotor two, and I'm like, "Wait, you play Kotor?" Patty never mentioned it to me before <laughs> my entire life. I'm pretty sure there's that one podcast that we had with him on it where we talked about Kotor for more than half the time, and he said nothing yeah. the whole time. <laughs> Maybe they convinced him to go buy a Kotor. Maybe he played it after that, so I don't know. <laughs> okay, so um, what else haven't we talked about? 3D, uh, yes. 3D, yes. I, I, do you say 3D, yes? 3D, yes. <laughs> yeah, 3D! Yes. Anyway, 3D. the 3DS is rather exciting. It's is it legitimately 3D? innovating. Yes, is it's, it like holog- it's actually... Does it come out like without classes? According, you know what? Uh, the guy who made Deus Ex, I forget his name, really influential game designer, yeah. he said that it changed his life. 3DS. 3DS. The 3DS changed oh, his life. God. Hold on. Is this only very... Can you only make these 3D games if you're a very, 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 very influential and lots of money gaming system company? No. That's a good thing. No, no, no. I'm saying that's a good thing because if bad gaming companies get a hold of this in Japan... No, no, 3D... Bad. No, 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 yeah. no. My thing is that like, what well, if if it's a hard thing to use, then you only get companies like Nintendo making things with the 3DS. The thing with the Wii and the normal DS is that it's very simple software to use, and that's why I have so much mainstream Don't crap out there, like Barbie fashion designer. Do not give this to Japanese companies. We that's get it. You're making Japanese hentai. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. The horse is now a pile of bones and mush. You are very good at this. <laughs> Anyways, the 3DS is looking very good, very innovative, and I'm guessing Sony is... They're all about to commit seppuku 
because they just invested three billion dollars in the PSP 3D with glasses or something. <laughs> but uh, anyway, the, the the game lineup for 3DS is it's just it's immaculate. That's the only word I can come up with it for. I only saw it's, Kid Icarus. Kid Icarus, Star Fox 64. Wait, is it just a remake of the original Star Fox? Yes. Oh, That's a good one. thing! I know, I love Star Fox 64. It's just like, I'm that weird kid that actually follows a Star Fox storyline, and I want to continue waiting. There is no storyline! Yes, there is! <laughs> it's Blue Fox, oh, God. Lady. I don't know what happens oh, in their relationship. Oh, God, oh, God. Sci-fi. Sci-fi game! Sci-fi? Anyway, uh, but, one, I'm completely glad with that, and I want them to do a remake. So, Kid Arikus, Star Fox... Ocarina of Time remake, yes. Oh, the guy, cool. yes. the the designer actually said yes. he hated the Water Temple, and that he wants to redo the Water Temple. Water Temples always suck. Because he didn't like the it. The Water Temple was the one temple that drove even the most savviest of gamers insane. Yeah. The Water Temple is hard, and the guy even wants to redo it because he didn't like it. So it's. Is it, is it gonna be like? It's gonna be like Ocarina of Time, just but like, with nowadays. Yes, with modern graphics, which is. A good, very good thing. There is Pilot Wings, which I never played the original, so I don't actually know, but apparently that's a big thing. There's a new Resident Evil game, which runs on the same engine that they used for Resident Evil 5 on the 360. Yes! I actually heard about that. Yes, same engine on a handheld. Matt just creamed himself, by the way. <laughs> anyway, uh... <laughs> Matt saw that when he was doing the little like when Matt went home from like school like camp or whatever he went home he went on the computer sees Resident Evil for the DS and he's like anyway the uh, game lineup for 3DS is it's great I'm sure I'm forgetting some things but it look oh yeah new Paper Mario too which I love Paper Mario uh, yeah. And it's not just like, oh, it's 3D. It's basically, it's a normal game, but you can make a slider, and it basically comes out at you, and if you don't like the 3D, you can turn it off, that and is it's a normal game. Ironic, most 3D games are not just that you can't turn it off. Yeah. That's, so that's, is it, like, holographic, in a way? Yeah. It's, so are we soon going to have little, like, blue, like, can we, like, project, like, little blue people on our hands? We're, we're going to be able to do that soon. Well, we have, yeah, I'm going to sound like a nerd, but will we have chests where when I tell my pawn, no, when I tell my queen to kill the bishop, it actually stabs the bishop. That's possible now with enough nice. programming. Yeah. No, you mean, like, 3D chess. Yes, like that. That'd be amazing. No, yeah. <laughs> like in Star Wars. Oh, I want, they should make that game. That'd be the cool, I'd fork out a thousand dollars. It doesn't make it. any sense. It's a circular board, and it's like, oh, go there, and he kills you somehow. It's that, so that one, like, that one monster has, like, a wife beater shirt on, and he comes up and picks, like, out the club. He's like, ah! <laughs> It's the best game ever. I want that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Nintendo big this year, especially the 3DS. I'm looking forward to it. Like, 3D with the movies, yeah, it's a fad. But 3D and gaming is actually becoming I a real thing. Beg to differ with movies. I agree, it is kind of a fad, but in yeah. a way, it's moving towards it, it something. It is going yeah. towards something, but. I, I don't know. So, I like 3D in the idea of a movie, but I would rather have 3D in gaming first, before, like virtual, let's just say virtual reality in gaming first than in a movie. Because you know how freaking confusing watching a movie would be if you're in the I middle get, of a freaking room? Really. The thing is, like, Whereas if you're a character, it would be a little bit more. Yeah, but the thing is, my 
I'm for 3D. I'm good with it. Like I just saw Toy Story three, and I was in 3D. And was it good? Should we should we invest time? Fantastic. I know I know. All cuts on a huge fan of Pixar and Toy Story. You probably won't enjoy it, but it. It's my favorite out of all three. It's my favorite out of all three, but that's not the point I'm getting to right here. Okay, it was in 3D, and the 3D wasn't bad. It didn't take away from the picture, but it didn't add anything to it either. While there was movies like Avatar and How to Train Your Dragon where the 3D actually did something for the movie, and it added something, like the, the design and the picture and everything was actually cool, and it did, was done well. So I want more movies like that to actually push 3D to its limits and actually do stuff with it. So, yeah, I'm just putting it out there. And there are movies that are doing that. So I don't want to say 3D is just a fad because there are movies that are pushing it towards, like, a new... The, the thing is, it's... The thing with games is that yeah. all games would benefit from 3D. Yeah. It makes it easier yeah. to figure out what's going not on. But, yeah, the only... The, my, my basically, opinion. only action-adventure movies would benefit from it. Yeah. My, my, my I mean, my no my one wants problem. to watch, like... Nosferatu in 3D. That'd be awesome! <laughs> like, when he rises out of the coffin, woo, like, Nosferatu's coming right at me! Those creepy hands! Speaking of which, I love that Spongebob episode where Nosferatu just shows up. <laughs> He's just in the background, like, like in the light. And I saw that part in the movie when he, like, walks in the door, like, oh, it's my final thought with movies, though, 3D would be a good idea, but I would rather them make their, you know, special effects and all that down to the point where you're questioning whether they did that animatronically or if it was actually done on a, on a computer screen. That's what we're talking about, John. That's CGI. That's completely different. Go in the corner. 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 You're in the ignorance corner. No one can hear you, John. It's it's a metaphorical corner. You're not actually in the corner. <laughs> but no one can hear you because I'm holding the mic over here. <laughs> Get it? That is a new word. The ignorance corner. The ignorance corner. <laughs> anyway, uh, back to the 3DS. You can actually take... Not to CGI. <laughs> you can actually take 3D pictures. There are two lenses on the outside. You take a picture in 3D. That's pretty. That's pretty damn cool. So it's a 3D. So it revolutionized 3D. So yeah, John, do you have anything to say that's not ignorant? We'll take you out of the ignorance corner if you can. If you prove yourself worthy. <laughs> I'm just. I hope that 3D does us one step closer to virtual reality because that would be awesome. That's never gonna happen. Well, <laughs> Crap on Discovery Channel about uh, 2057. Because so they're so stupid. But it's not going to happen. Futurists don't know what the crap they're talking about. Have you ever seen things from, like, the, the 1950s when they try and guess, yeah. like, uh, maybe it's just because it was the new millennium, but everyone thought the year 2000 was space adventures, robots oh, everywhere, yeah. flying cars. Have you ever seen Astro Boy? That takes place in the past. In, uh, in, yeah, yeah. in Back to the Future, they go to the year 2000, I think, oh, in the future, and we have flying cars in. It's like, what? What? I feel gypped. No, it was like 2015, but that's like five years away, so there's no way we're going to oh, have but, it. Um, but 2001, a space odyssey, wasn't that far-fetched. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, spaceship. The computer itself isn't that far-fetched at all, and like the spaceship isn't. But it's, it's like, um, just throwing it out there. Okay, so, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Do you want to be really cool just throwing us out there? I want a 3D, like, card game thing like they have in, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! 
That'd be amazing. Oh, Imagine no, how awesome that would be. Had actual dual disc that projected holograms. I would play that right, game they, again. Yeah. Am, am I the only one who was like waiting for them to make that when I was nine? It's like any too. any month now they're gonna release it, and it's gonna be expensive, but it's gonna be worth it because I'm gonna put a card down, and then a little hologram will pop up, and it will be cool as. Balls. I remember one time I was I was thinking about quitting playing Yu-Gi-Oh. My friends like, no, 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 Nick, Nick, Nick. I heard on the internet that they're making a holographic duel list system. I was like, oh, and I'm like, I waited five months and it didn't happen. I'm like, then they released their crap. plastic duel list that you can't even see the cards. <laughs> the cards fall off. <laughs> oh, Why would you want to play a card game on that thing? It's like on your arm and you're sort of like, eh. Doesn't no, the card no, game not even have enough spaces? Hold on, yeah. If you think about it though, if they actually followed the original design of Yu-Gi-Oh's duel disc. You know how unsafe that would be? It shot freaking rockets off the side. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, it's you, you get into a fight, it's like, you can't do that, this is against the rules. No, it's not. Well, bam! You just cut the guy's neck off, like a little blade thing <laughs> on your arm. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah! Oh! Yeah, and then that guy's like, comes in and closes and closes on his neck. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I, I think we've covered E3 now. Uh, Everything that we, we... Yeah. Okay, we'll run down what we talked about real quick. We might sum it up again at some other point, but we'll, we'll, we'll sum up what we what you guys missed. Okay, first off, we talked about Peter Jackson and directing the Lord of the Rings, um, uh, directing The Hobbit, and how that's going to work out, the two films, whether we think he'll do well, and all that stuff. And we had, John made some references to Michael Bay. Then we had, um, then we talked about Sam Raimi and him doing the Warcraft movies, and basically just about how it's going to be actually about the world of Azeroth. It's going to take place in the era in the World of Warcraft game. And it's going to be this cool stuff. Yes, I'll go really fast now. Okay, so then we went on to Tor, and I talked about Tor, and I complained about the. I complained about all the things I didn't like about it, like um, the classes. X number of monster Y quests, the uh, races that are basically retextured humans, and dialogue options, same voices, same characters could get confusing, ruined like the dimension of. Coolness. And killing NPCs. Killing NPCs, having them respawn. Yeah. But I, I'm, we're not sure how that works yet. Yeah. And, oh, uh, really quickly, though, hold on. I just thought of something. What, yeah. could, if you're talking about like two people go on a quest and they meet this person, it could always solve the problem where they base it off that one quest. I'm thinking maybe. I don't know. Well, I, don't, I, I have I, no clue what you just I said. Ignorance corner. Ignorance corner. <laughs> anyway, okay. Then... uh. We talked about 360, lots of new stuff. Uh, Call of Duty, Black Ops, more of the same in Vietnam. It has crossbows. Yeah, crossbows. Halo Reach. Does any spaceships? Spaceships. Space battles. I, I don't really care. Then there's the Kinect, which is hopping on the bandwagon, gonna play the banjo. Not as bad as Sony, though. Not yeah, as not as bad. Yeah. But still, there's not a whole lot going on. Crappy Jedi game. Yeah. Assassin's Creed 3. Multiplayer. It's Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. I'm refusing to call it actual Assassin's Creed 3 because I guarantee later on they come out with an actual, actual Assassin's Creed 3. Oh, they probably do the Resident Evil. They're doing the Kingdom Hearts thing of releasing 50 billion mini games, like mini like sort of sequels, and then doing the actual sequel. Kingdom Hearts is so overrated. They're never gonna do it. It has it has the most like blind fan base. I have played them. They're they're not good. They have six-hour-long tutorials where all you do is walk around and pick up fruit. There's Bull John how the Enrich He was defenestrated. He can't talk anymore. Oh, well. All of the Kingdom Hearts fans 
joined John in the ignorance corner. <laughs> it's getting kind of crowded in there. Oh, look, all the Square Phoenix fans are coming in now. All Square Enix fans are in there. Oh, John. Anyway, uh, back to E3. So, uh, what else is there? Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal. Well, we didn't finish 360 yet. Um, we talked about Portal 2 for one. Portal 2. Portal 2 is gonna be awesome. There's new, new mechanics and everything. It's gonna be great. There's a trailer. Yada yada yada. There's also. Um, let's see. Uh, I didn't actually get to talk about this earlier. Medal of Honor. We'll, we'll, we'll do a little. Okay, so we're coming out because I didn't mention this game earlier when our we lost our podcast. Okay, so Medal of Honor is cool because it's like. Metal of Honor came before COD, right? Yes. It did. Metal of Honor was what started the World War II. Yeah. Uh, everybody loves shooting. I thought it was funny, though, because they're like, we're taking the place. Metal of Honor to a place it's never been. The place that Call of Duty's been going to for the last three years. No, but, but they're doing it in Israel this time or somewhere in Pakistan. It's, it's still Afghanistan. Well, Except you have a beard this time. That guy does not have an army regulation sorry, beard. I'm but I thought at first it was going to be about a bunch of Israelis. When I saw the trailer, I was like, dude, this would be dude, awesome. An Israeli first-person shooter would be amazing. Have you seen their military? Their military's jacked. There's a whole seven this days war called... where all of the entire Middle East declared war in Israel. And Israel and... owned all of ba- Basically... The more a country is like attacked and conquered over and over again, the more badass their martial arts become. To the point where Israeli military people can kick anyone's ass in three seconds. They force people to go to the military too, right? You know that, right? Because like when you graduate college, you're required to go through like five years of military training or something like that. They they come out with so many new weapons, heck, too. We're making the Israeli searchers and American Jews be like them. They're awesome. I just slapped John. <laughs> okay, so anyway, Israel, Medal of Honor. Okay, my thing with Medal of Honor, I don't know what the campaign is. It's got some guy with a long beard, and that doesn't look like army regulation, so that's not other. That would be amazing. And you look down, oh, it's my beard. <laughs> you store your inventory in your That'd beard. be amazing if you... you pull a gun out of your beard. You pull a, cross, a crossbow out of your beard. <laughs> you pull out like, no, no, no. oh, I'm low on knives. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Not now. We don't have crossbows. <laughs> okay, because we only use crossbows in the American military during the Cold War. Only during the. See, they call it the Cold War because we used crossbows. There was no gunpowder to heat up when you fired. It was just a cold string. And That's. We, we the... hung testicles from castle doors and then shot them. They blew up. <laughs> Yay, Robin Hood! <laughs> we stroked dogs. It's going to be a little bit dark. The Medal of Honor, though, it's going to be a little bit darker than they have been in the past. Because, one, they're actually going away from killing Nazis, uh, which I'm excited for. And, two, in the trailer, at least the old one, the old one last year, they um, they blew up somebody, though, in a, tra- a chair and all that. And it was actually, it was like, you know, the, the suicide where they have the Claymore strapped to it. It's pretty cool. My thing about um, Medal of Honor. I'm just thinking it's going to be a ripoff of Call of Duty. It is going to be a ripoff. Together. I think it is. But the thing is, like, um, I, what I thought was kind of cool was that they're saying they want to try for realism, so you die really quick and there's no kill cam. When you die, it's like that. You have no clue where your enemy came from. Which I think is. I want there to be a shooter where it's 
actually realistic not like oh i got shot i'm dead realistic but like oh i got shot in the torso now i'm gonna continue for two minutes slightly slower breathing heavier and then i'm going to die slowly oh i just got shot in the face getting shot in the face doesn't actually kill you you can get shot in the face and be perfectly fine because your face has evolved to not die when you get shot there you can get shot in the face get knocked unconscious or just be like ow oh ow i'm okay haven't you seen the other the fake commercial for Call of Duty and Modern Warfare 3. It's actually it's actually really funny. It's literally like they have they're playing a scene from Modern Warfare 2 where the person's like it's like the boot camp at the beginning and he's just sitting there staring off in the scene. She's like, I'm playing as a soldier right now, um, staring off into the distance, wishing that I could see my family, and I just got shot and died. Now the game's over. <laughs> and there's another part where you like you trimmed it's like real army. It was really funny. But you have to see it. But uh no, I actually I have to agree I like that one Modern Warfare commercial where the guy sitting in the chair like your friends are doing it. Your sister's doing it. <laughs> like, he just goes through it like, your mother and father are doing it. Everybody's doing it. Why aren't you? <laughs> it gets the college it's like mind. a random old guy. <laughs> it's like Hugh Hefner. That would be funnier <laughs> if it was. Okay, uh, what's, what's next? Okay, what did we talk about? Okay, we, so we talked about... Uh, we're on PS3 right now. There's... Did we finish all 360 stuff? Yes. Can we talk about Bulletstorm? Oh, Bulletstorm. New FPS. It's... The kind of great action thing that makes fun of itself at the same time yeah. encourages you to kill brutally. That's yeah. always fun for the you whole thing. You have family. a giant electric boot that you kick people with. That thing is awesome. I want that. Uh, yeah. And then Gears of War. Gears of War, written by Karen Travis. You have Beast Mode, where you control mutants. It's like Left 4 Dead. Does anyone actually care about Gears of War? Apparently women do. I think that's a lie. I think that is a lie. John brought up when I lost recording that he heard some developer say that... No, it was a head developer. A head developer said that... Um, it wasn't... I think he got it from, like, a poll website or... It was something like that. Yeah, yeah. Women really like Years of War, and John was trying to make some sexist statement that was about the sweaty guys in shirts. Yeah. I mean, no, that's, that's John's he, a that's bigot. Anyway. Uh, rage, real quick. Rage. Yeah. Rage is another post-apocalyptic shooter RPG thing it's, with a cool emphasis on really driving good, around. It's, it's, gonna, it's basically... <laughs> bastard. It's... It's basically Bioshock and, um, when it comes to graphics and gameplay, it's Bioshock and, uh, uh what did I say? Fallout. And Fallout, Fallout squished together, and then the background and environments like Borderlands, basically. Although, although, it's the most impressive graphics I've seen, though. It's like Borderlands graphics with that, that, um... I mean, it's border. It's Borderlands like buildings and all that mixed with Fallout graphics and a few. Okay, we get the point. Yeah. So, uh, so, uh twi Twisted Metal, Twisted Metal is one of the only interesting things I saw on the PS3, Sony. with the Sony. Yeah, because you know you get to drive around, kill people. You're a clown with a machete or something, and you shoot missiles. Yeah, his name is Sweet Tooth, I believe, and I think he may be in a movie soon, actually. Which sounds awesome. Wait, they're doing movies about killer clowns? We need more killer clowns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it. It's that, awesome. Have it, you seen it? Yeah, it scared the balls out of me. It is. Oh, I, li I like that phrase. Scared the balls out of. Oh my god, I got, I got a sack there, but there's nothing in it! <laughs> Go there, roll it away! Good stuff! Oh, the cat got him! <laughs> Charlie, no, Charlie! <laughs> uh, that, that was. <laughs> okay, so uh, Sony has the the move. You're so original, Sony. It's a lollipop. Yeah, it's it's a it's, it's a, a goddamn lollipop. lollipop. It's the Wiimote, but it's black. 
And, uh, That's all it's it the is. black mode. <laughs> but there are actual black Wiimotes now, because there's a black <laughs> Nintendo Wii. <laughs> but uh, um, what what else is there? Um, uh, Mind Jack. Mind Jack. Looks really generic. It's sci-fi a sh- it's a sh- sci-fi shooter RPG where you control other people's minds. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, what was they're in the ignorance corner right now, and we're safe. Um, what was I gonna say? Um. One of the things coming out for the P- oh um this is random it has nothing to do with the PS3 I think it might actually be coming out for Final Swing it out there Marvel vs. Capcom three which is a big deal for all you fighting fans out there because since Marvel vs. Capcom is one of the most influential fighting series ever made okay so Marvel vs. Capcom's a big deal Marvel will win well it's cool because you've got it's essentially the same game mechanics you choose three fighters you tag team and you fight and you have combo moves but there's also this thing where you get to launch people up in the air and do crazy combo shit and you also have Deadpool who's a character and he's pretty awesome Sick. yeah yeah so um let's see what else and then we moved on to Nintendo so what do you guys want to talk about now oh you're going to show me the video of the guy splicing the watermelon for yes, Metal yes, Gear Any, anyway wait I, I want to say something about Legend of Neil which oh, is currently yeah. my favorite web show there's only we two seasons out now that. no we didn't talk about it the second time no No, it wasn't. Or was it? it no, been. but we talked about the laser shooting earlier, didn't we? I don't know. You could Wait, just it stop again. it. What will you cut, John? <laughs> it's, I, I told you, it's, it's actually pretty cool because, like, the game, it's not just a sword where you swing and, oh, my God, he got hit by the sword, blood splats a little bit, he's dead. It's actually, you saw the yeah. leg got cut off in that, that exact spot. Cool when you slowed it down, you actually, like, cut it apart like that. And then there was a part where he cut up watermelons, which made me happy. Though they saved it. Normally they save the really, really cool things for the end, at the end of the trailer. But the, then they're like, oh, I'm just going to have him cut watermelons. I think, I think it was supposed to be cool, like, showing how... But it, it was a guy cutting a watermelon. Just, like, how, how effective and true the, the, the cutting was. We but. already got our watermelon cutting fill at the beginning of the first Modern Warfare. <laughs> Knife the watermelon. You didn't, you, didn't, you didn't cut it, you just, like hit it, and it broke into pieces. But you still cut it. But you didn't cut it, you smashed it. Okay, so, uh, do you guys have anything you want to talk about that you saw at E3 this year? Um, we did, and then it got lost. Okay, so we're gonna put this out there. Okay, uh, best game of the E3. Oh, God. This is gonna cause so much controversy. I know it. I can think. Um, Kirby? No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hand, hands down, Portal 2. Portal 2. I didn't see that much for Portal 2. Um, I might go ahead and say Portal 2 because my other my runner-up would be Tor, and I have more problems I have with, with Tor than I have for Portal 2. So I might just say Portal 2. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna like verbally do my deciding right now. Um, Reach, no. Um, it looks great. It looks like it's gonna be fun, but it's just another Halo game. So it's gonna be fun, but it's not the best one. Um, call it. Call of Duty? No, it's just another Call of Duty. Okay, we're, we're gonna let you decide, and we'll we'll come back to you when you make a decision. We'll discuss something else. <laughs> Go sit in the ignorance corner and think. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, um, it's ironic. You think in the ignorance corner. <laughs> you think in the ignorance corner about why you're ignorant, and when you come to us and explain to us why you're ignorant, are you actually leaving? <laughs> okay. Okay, so, um, best panel. Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> best new innovation, 3DS. 3DS, yeah. Uh, best graphics, go to Rage. Just putting that out there. Best graphics I've seen. Um, what was the biggest surprise of E3? The 
they did they announce they were gonna do Portal Two stuff? I don't think they did. Wait, what? Like, what was what was the biggest surprise at E3? Like they didn't say they were gonna do a Portal Two announcement. Well, well, they said no. The thing is, they they were gonna do a full on like Portal demo, but it wasn't ready, so they're gonna do side. So they're gonna I, do I'd have to stuff. say Kid Icarus though. Probably. That was pretty surprising. Because it's been like over twenty years. Well, they kind of hinted that he was coming back in Brawl. But not. Not like fully, but still, yeah. that that was a surprise, and people were like, "Finally!" I I'd say Kid the whole Icarus Nintendo though. Nintendo panel was still a surprise. Yeah. Nintendo was when, awesome. When Shig- Shigeru and Miyamoto just burst out of that wall. That was, that was <laughs> it's like, no, no, you're doing that wrong, and he just comes out like. They <laughs> should have like slowed it down when he just looked like. <laughs> and then um. He should. Japan. <laughs> Uh, but let's see. Um, best trailer. Um, hands down, Portal Two. I might be the odd one out and say the Old Republic. You, I that was still the one that I liked the most. Even the Portal Two trailer was so amazing. It had that awesome beat, like this. Do do do. I don't know. How it it was cool, but it didn't. No, Nick, Nick, I, nothing, I, it didn't beat, really do anything for me. Nothing right. beat that bone chilling. It was like I, I might have been the only person affected by this, but just at the end. When it slows down and says, when she says, you monster. GLaDOS? Like, she's going, she hates you now. GLaDOS was great, but it, it, I don't know. If There's I, something, and it, that, it's, it's creepy yeah. watching GLaDOS See, come back the, the thing that it did, though, was, Tor was like, oh, yeah, more exposition. But you already yeah, know all this stuff. But, see, Portal 2, it was like, this is what the environment is. You see things destroyed, overgrown, and then you see GLaDOS see rebuilding it, coming back to life. No, but... Like, oh, all that oh, thing, how on, the panels on, come out on, and restore themselves, the environments change. What? Just, be, just to be that guy, I'm going to have to say a session. Every time you say that, it doesn't turn out well. <laughs> Every time. Hello, hello. Oh, I think we're recording now. We did it. We did it. Okay, here's what happened. John's on the ignorance pit. Because not only... How many times are you going to say this? Because the other times, you stopped the recording, so we don't have it anymore. Okay, so John's here was idiot. He hit stop without telling it, without me telling him to do, to do it, and it. John is like the evil touch because you remember the Christmas episode that we recorded. That's like three hours long. It's his fault for losing that too. So I, I'm gonna blame him for not recording the other stuff too. We still love you, John, but you have an evil touch when it comes to these podcasts. So we lost about five good minutes of audio. Good, it's not the operative word. Oh shush, John. Okay, so we just watched this awesome portal video with the personality core talking and stuff, and it's pretty cool. So, yeah, guys, I want you to realize that this is going to be a much longer, more awesomer podcast, but it's not going to happen because it's missing. And it's not all completely due to John's for multiple reasons. Okay, so... That was your fault. What? That one was your fault for not no. testing No. No. Yes. 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 It's not the are ignorance. Not familiar with this corner, Nick? <laughs> Not as, strange, not as much as you are, John. Is it strange and bizarre? Because I'm quite used to it, thanks to you guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I'm going to throw this out there. This is Gormy's last chance to be in the podcast for a long time. He's going to be... A long time, yes. So he will be missing Nostalgiathon 2010, but will most likely be in the Otakon podcast, which will actually be recorded at Otakon, which will be pretty awesome. But Nostalgiathon... We can't do video podcasts. I mean, like, remember the time at Comic Con? Oh, yeah, we might do that. That might be fun. 
we, and then we'll put that aside. That might be your sound fun thing to do. But anyways, uh, film? no, I don't think we should film ourselves podcasting because then it takes the no, sexual no, not, lore no, away no, from no, it. No, we're, we're going to um, film us going around Otakon because like remember what we did at Comic Con? So we're going to do that again. But anyways, um, so Nostalgiathon 2010, something I came up with a while ago. It's going to be us during July talking about our favorite cartoons and television shows that we liked when we were younger. Since Gormy's not going to be here, do you want to talk about your favorite cartoons and television shows that you liked as a kid? Not particularly. Everyone's opinion sucks as a child. No, no. Yes, just like, yes it does. I know, I know it does, but just throw in what did you like as a kid. It, it doesn't matter. No, it's just like reminiscent. No, I hate nostalgia. No, it's not fun. fun. It's not fun for me. We can make a group communal thing about dishing the things we like as children. That's stupid. Well, we're gonna do it. Fine, fine. When I was little, I liked Dragon Ball Z. (gasps) Everyone did. That's nothing to be ashamed of. I didn't. Yeah. You didn't like Dragon Ball Z? No. What's wrong with you? uh, seriously, like I got turned off the first time somebody stood in the, like stood still. And, I couldn't stand it anymore. Yeah, I still need to watch Dragon Ball Kai. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. Apparently, it's supposed to be not. It's Dragon Ball Z. Oh yeah, Dragon Ball Z Kai. They went through it and deleted all the filler, and the previously like 200 episode long series is now 100 episodes. It's the same show. Though. Yeah, that that's awesome. <laughs> Does it still take them like five minutes to charge up? Or they no, they, they they cut out the filler. They cut out the filler, so it's just like, so now it's all like, <laughs> yeah, it's like fast paced. <laughs> yeah, didn't uh, isn't it like episode three and they're already on Vegeta? I I don't know. Like I haven't watched it yet. Okay. Oh wait, wait, something something I read about the uh the company that basically is in charge of domain names and domains and the whole internet thing has started this whole thing that the domain ending, like .com or .org, they're making a new one called .xxx, which is exclusive, exclusively for internet pornography. That makes it easier to find that. <laughs> it's, it's for better identifying things, and, I mean, why not? <laughs> better organize this thing. You've got commercial, educational, organization, government, and now for Whatever. Oh, do you know what we didn't talk about? Dead Space 2. Yeah, okay. I really don't care. It's not going to be as scary as the first one. Okay, well, I'm just going to throw this out. I'm throwing this in just because... Matt McGreevy will kill us. No, no, Matt needs to shut up, okay? His first Nazi off, it's not out. coming out this year, so it can't be Game of the Year, Matt. Matt has been yelling at us since Nick, January. you don't have to care. No, but Matt's been yelling at me every day for since you January. Can't take aggression out on that people that aren't Dead here. Space Two is gonna take you Game can, of the Year. And first off, it's not coming out this year. And two, it looks like crap. It does. It's crap. I love the part during the E3 demonstration where he's like, "Okay, you're gonna go through this door and it's gonna load a bit, and then you're gonna see the sprawl, the huge sprawling landscape of the sprawling city. And then you go out, you look out a window, and you see a city." And it's just like not an actual city. You're looking at a picture outside of a window. Oh, that's so great and awful. Yeah. Although, my only complaint, though, with, with Dead Space 
is that I didn't like I didn't like the first one. I'm a pansy, and it scared the crap out of me, uh, which is what it was supposed to. That was good. But um, apparently, since they got a lot of complaints, it's not going to be as scary as the first one. Now it's just going to be a, like a zombie survival horror shooter. Isn't that what the first one was? But the first one was like legit. You turn a corner and something pops out in front of you and scares the crap out of so you. So wait, wait, wait. They got they got complaints. They, they, no, they, the old game that was really really scary got complaints from a lot of the fans that it was too scary to play. And so what? I don't. This is what this is what Game Informer said. And so they made it less scary and made it more shooter. And from what so I've wait, seen, wait, 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 wait. A survival horror game came out and said in its promotional material that it's trying to be less scary. I, That's I, the thing. It's not even like real scary. It's just jump scary. I Things know. pop out at you. Like good scary is uh, is is Eversion, which I know you've played. It's a very oh, pleasant God. little platformer. And I don't want to spoil everything. It'll maybe take you a few hours I'm to beat. You, you <laughs> play the best thing to do. Play it alone <laughs> at night, and yeah. you won't sleep for several weeks. You will have a mental breakdown. I didn't even play it at night. I just played it while I was home alone and I I sat down in the corner for like a half an hour and I just couldn't move. It got into my head so much. I don't know. Like there's there's little things like there are some moments in the Mass Effect series that kind of get to me for some reason. I don't know. I it's weird like there's this one First time, what was it? One of the things Mass Effect did that to me. I think it was I, I don't know. I think it was the Prothean, the flashback thing. It was like, bah! When no, you first it, saw that. no, it wasn't that. It was like, I don't even know why. There's this one mission that admittedly is really dumb and kind of lame where you have to go in and shut down this AI on the moon that's killing people. But there's this, for some reason, combined with the music and the atmosphere, the minute you walk into that base... Oh, is that the one with the rockets? It feels like something's watching you. The instant you walk in, it feels like the computer in that base is watching you, and it feels very creepy. I don't know why. Oh, is that the one where it sent all the turrets? Yeah. I was too busy screaming cuss words in my game because I kept dying <laughs> to be afraid because that was annoying as anything. But no, that that actually that that is though the one the new one they're doing is pretty creepy though that oh, idea Lord. where the AI is gonna try to take over the world. Oh, that's or been the, that's been done a lot, but it looks interesting. From what I, from what I've heard, it's the best DLC they've done so far, which isn't that hard to do seeing as most of DLCs have sucked. The last DLC sucked. And was isn't it if Shepard died? DSL. DLC. Dyslexic. Okay, he's dyslexic in his brain too. He's DLC exit. Didn't didn't um. I saw a commercial or something. Don't you get to? Don't you play as like a blue Asarian or something? If if Shepard died during your story mode or something? No. I said you have a different character you're playing. No. They, Bioware flat out said that if you die, in your story at the end of Mass Effect Two, Shepard will not appear. Well, you will not be able to use that save game for Mass Effect Three or any DLC. That's that's so stupid. But it's the story of Shepard. It you, makes no, perfect no. sense. You have to do a five-minute cutscene of the universe exploding, every character that was dear to you dying, and Mass Effect, and Bioware coming on the screen and going, you're an idiot. How did you let this happen? That's essentially all of Mass Effect 2, though. No, but they need to have like a five-minute cutscene of all this going on. Okay, like, so, um, what was another game that scared me? Um, um, scary games? Uh, maybe I'm the minority on this, but, uh... Uh, no, that was, that was kind of like, that was like a child, and I had a series of recurring nightmares that actually did kind of scar me mentally, but that's a whole nother story. Um, scary games, the games by Yahtzee, the, uh, the, the, uh, 
what's it called? Like the John Defoe quadrilogy, or the no, it's Chizo Mythos. Is this really weird adventure point-and-click adventure series? But it's horror, and it's also point-and-click can be really effective. Point, yeah, point-and-click is actually one of the best systems of a game for storytelling. Yeah. Simply because there's so little, like right, the it, gameplay is, te- yeah. yeah. So, uh, and mainly because in almost every game, there's a part where you are walking through the entire place that you've discovered so far. Someone in, is chasing you, usually in a welding mask and leather apron with a machete. And because it's an adventure game, you're walking slowly. You can't run. Oh, yeah. And and you have to click to go through a door. All you have is a stun pistol that stuns him for two seconds. And you have to, like, open up inventory, use, do it every single time. And he teleports randomly. So he's going to a room. He can come from any door. You can walk up to the door you're about to go through, and then he comes out. It scared the balls out of me. I'm not, not going to lie. That in my opinion, you guys are probably going to say this is stupid, but the creepiest... Uh, character in video game history, I'm gonna have to say is Pyramid Head. Just because he's, he's up there, he's slow, up there. It's that slow walking. It's not like it's not like oh my god, zombie running towards you. It's just that slow, like blank stare on his face because he don't have a face, just walking towards you with a knife dragging. Where it's like you can't stop it. You just. You can't. I'm just throwing this out there. He'll this hunt you down this isn't about scary aim so much as point and click. Did you ever play Dragon's Lair? No. You know the, the um trial game. It was um. I can't, why am I? Playing on this, it's basically the game where it's like a, ca- a cartoon almost. <laughs> it's trial by error, where you just yeah. kind of go through different rooms and you have to press. That's a really fun, just point and click. That was kind of the revolutionary point and click game. Oh, one of the, like the revolutionary just adventure games was the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy text game, which I've I've. Saturn's Titanic. No. Which is a, it was a point and click game, Titanic in space, written by Douglas Adams. <laughs> That's awesome. It is pretty awesome. The, I actually the, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy game, though, it's free now, and it, it's all do, it's all t- it's text based. It's pretty much considered one of the hardest games ever made. Like up there with I Wanna Be the Guy. Oh my god! Literally, it's it's a major accomplishment to get out of your house in the beginning, what? and there's there's no way to tell what to do unless you've read the book and you remember very specific things, like uh. If you start up, it says the room is dark, it's spinning, but you can't actually see it. What do you do? You have a horror. <laughs> your your items, no tea. You have no tea and a headache. <laughs> you have to get up, turn on the lights, pick up your dressing gown, look inside your dressing gown's pocket, f- take the analgesic, eat the analgesic, pick up the toothbrush and the screwdriver, go downstairs, pick up the mail, go down, lie in front of bulldozer. <laughs> When Ford Prefect comes to give you a towel, he gives you the towel. You have to refuse. Why? If you take the towel, the Vogons come and kill you. Are you serious? You have to refuse it over and over again until he decides to tell you. Then you have to wait. You have to ignore him. So he says, fine, talks to the construction guy, convinces him to stop it. Otherwise, you stand up, the construction thing goes, and you get hit with a brick and die immediately. (laughs) And then you have to go to the... It's just so complicated. <laughs> it is the the worst part is once you get onto the Vogon ship, which took me an hour. <laughs> you know, it's like three pages into the book, and you have to get the babblefish out of the dispenser machine. You press the button. The babblefish flies across the room and goes into a hole. Okay, you have to block the hole. You try various things. You put the you take off your clothes, hang them in front of the hole. The babblefish flies across the room 
doesn't enter the hole, runs down the sleeve, and goes through a drain. <laughs> Damn it. You put a towel on the drain. Do, Do it again. Start over from the beginning? No. Oh, you press the button again. Fish goes, hits the thing, goes onto the drain. As soon as it hits the drain, a robot comes across <laughs> the floor, takes it, and disposes of it. <laughs> Then you have to wait till Ford falls asleep, take his satchel, put the satchel in front of it so the robot doesn't has to swerve around the satchel, and when he gets the fish, he bumps into the satchel, throws it in the air, another robot comes by and takes it. So you put a pile of junk mail, which you better have gotten when you're in your house or else you're screwed, you put that down on top of the satchel, then... The bowfish comes down, hits the gown, falls onto the drain. The robot comes and gets it, hits the satchel, flings the bowfish and and the male into the air. The robot gets confused, misses the bowfish, and it falls into your ear. Then you have to listen to Vogon poetry, find a specific word, type it into a computer, get a vector plotter, <laughs> and then you get captured by them anyway. And the only way to get out is to type enjoy Vogon poetry. <laughs> What? Not to mention, once you get later, you have an inventory limit, and you have to start dropping things, and you have no idea what you actually need. Especially because one item you can never get rid of. It's called the thing that your aunt gave you, which you don't know what it is. You drop it. It's not used for anything. Every time you drop it, five seconds later, it comes back into your inventory. <laughs> How long did you play this game? About two hours. Yes! It's impossible! I got onto the heart of Gold Ship, and then it explains everything using port, aft, and starboard as directions. Yeah. But you say, go port. I don't know what the word port means. Screw you! Go east! I don't know what the... There's no entrance there! Go right? No! There's no entrance! This frustrated. I've seen how frustrated you get with I want to be the guy after the 50th run through. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I can only imagine you freaking out, all cut. But that was creepy, though. What's the name of the game you're talking about earlier? Eversion? The creepy things it starts saying in between each right, one. Don't spoil it. I won't, but that was just. I was like, ah! 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 <laughs> you you, you look behind you. It's like that. That's like that. <laughs> the, the longer you play it, the more scared you get. And it's like by the end, <laughs> the finale, you're just like, oh god, you they're coming it. for me. You they're coming. I don't know who they are. I don't know what I'm scared of, but I'm scared of something. <laughs> wow, I have to check this out. <laughs> what is it? It's free. It's the version. It was so creepy. Wow. So, um, I'm tired of these monkey fighting sticks. <laughs> On this Monday through Friday play. Um, sure, I'll concludify. Uh, so yeah, that's, um, our rather chaotic and poorly done E3 podcast. It was better if you heard the whole thing, just saying. We had a very nice podcast going for a while, so I'm sorry if you guys don't ever hear it. Um, this will be the best you, you get. Everyone, because we're the only people who never heard it, uh, who heard it in the first place. Well, Will did, but... It's, yes, yeah, so, uh, we'll make it up to you, Nostalgiathon 2010 will be a longer, more intense podcast. Bye, Zs! Bye. Das Vidanya.